You're listening to Breaking Out, a podcast by singer, songwriter, and blogger Shannon Rains. This weekly podcast is designed to help believers in all stages of their walk with Christ learn to break out of old ways of thinking that keep them from living the full life that Christ has designed for them. Hello, and welcome to episode two of my podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Rains, and today we're going to talk about plans. You know, those pesky plans that often seem to elude us or go in the opposite direction of where we think they should go? Today I saw yet another meme, and maybe this is God's way of creating content for me, but it said something to the effect of, if I could sum up my life in one sentence, it would say, that didn't go according to plan. How many of you listening could say, yeah, that sounds about right? And I thought about how sad that was. How many of us feel that life didn't go according to plan? I can't tell you how many times I've felt that. In fact, in the past, I would have shared that meme. And for the most part, I know that it's meant to be funny, but instead, it just made me feel incredibly sad. Seeing it and thinking about how many people feel like their life truly could end up at a place where they felt they never achieved a plan or a purpose. I truly hope that when all is said and done, that I know my life went exactly according to plan and that I have peace in that. How about you? I think we've all been there from time to time. I know there are some who don't even like making plans because they always seem to fall through. So why bother? And honestly, they do kind of have a point. So I want to start today by reading Psalm 20, and then I want to touch on a few points there. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. May he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. May we shout for joy over your victory and lift up our banners in the name of our God. May the Lord grant you all your requests. Now this I know, the Lord gives us victory to his anointed. He answers him from his heavenly sanctuary with the victorious power of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. They are brought to their knees and fall, but we rise up and stand firm. Lord, give us victory to the King. Answer us when we call. I think we tend to focus on the part of the scripture that says, may he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. Where I think we may fall short and need to put our focus on, however, is the part of trusting God in the name of the Lord our God. Jeremiah 29 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So let's challenge ourselves today to think a little different about this. What if all those plans did go according to plan? What if what we wanted and why they seemed to fail was actually God interceding on our behalf and changing the course to the right plan? Now, I know what you're going to say, and so let's talk about the elephant in the room real quick. There are some plans, some things in our life that we can all say, I don't think a loving God would have let that happen. 
in response to plans that fell through due to a tragic event. And I agree with that. Part of this life we are living is dealing with the fact that really bad things happen. There is destruction and sin in the world. In fact, we know from the Bible that Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. We know that people can make choices in their lives that are not the will of God that will hurt others who do believe in God. Or there are circumstances and situations that are part of life, but he didn't make them happen. One thing that I do know about God is that I don't know everything about God. I can't answer all the whys. And in another podcast, I'll be talking about wisdom and why I believe we aren't given the answers to all the whys. But what I do know and want to focus on today is when you feel like nothing is going according to plan. And I want to challenge you to really step out in faith and honestly ask, whose plan? Your plan or God's plan? Because if I'm being honest with myself, I can say that a good majority of the areas where I would say didn't go according to plan were all about my plan, what I thought I wanted for my life, or maybe even the life of my family or children, the way I thought things should turn out, the fact that I wanted something for me. What if, just what if all God ever wanted for me was for me to submit fully to His will, and that all of the struggle, all of the failed plans were simply so I would just look up, or for me to get on my knees seeking Him. Maybe I had to go through heartbreak and challenges so that I would be at a place where I was ready to surrender to what He wanted for me and the plans He had for me. If we go back to Psalm 20, The verse says, the Lord gives victory to his anointed. So remember, you are his anointed. And in 2 Corinthians 1.21, now it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. He anointed us, set his seal of ownership on us, and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. God's plan comes with a guarantee And we are his anointed no matter what, but we do need to do some work on our part in trusting him to deliver, to stand firm in him. And that doesn't include us telling God how we want things to go. How often do you ask God to make your plans work versus how often do you ask God to make his plans work? Think about the last part of that scripture, guaranteeing what is to come. God comes with a warranty. He guarantees that His plans will always work. But we also have to do the work to seek Him and to read the manual. We have to trust that His ways are better than our own, that His plans are better than our plans. I know it can seem like He's a tough God to serve if how He gets through to us is to bring us to a place of disappointment and frustration. But whose choice was that? us wanting life to go our way? I know I have to take a long look in the mirror of my heart and figure out those intentions. God's the one who chose us with a plan, a promise, and a purpose to live out His calling for us. If we're so busy trying to do everything for ourselves, how can He use us if our focus is on us and what we want and not on Him? Now, I know there are people who are really hurting. 
They don't know how God could take away someone they love, give them a debilitating incurable disease, or something else of that nature. And you may be asking yourself, why is this God's plan for my life? And I know that sin and the fall of man created terrible suffering in this world. Look at the suffering Jesus endured for us on that cross. I know God is aware of that suffering. And while that may not bring consolation when a heart is grieving, those really tough things don't change God's promises for us. It just may take a lot more of searching for that good in our brokenness and holding on to the fact that God promised us an eternal life in heaven, free from pain and sorrow, if we remain faithful to Him. But all that pain and all those things we endure don't change the plan that God has for you. I'm reminded of a movie called Love Comes Softly. In one of the scenes, the female lead character asks the male lead character how a loving father, talking about God, of course, could let his barn bird down or take away his wife so that his daughter wouldn't grow up with her mother. And I love his response. He says that he can be walking alongside his daughter and she could fall down, but that doesn't mean he allowed it to happen but that his daughter knows that his unconditional love means he'll pick her up and he'll try to heal her. He'll cry with her when she cries and rejoice when she is well. The truth is that with God's love, he doesn't allow bad things to happen, but it's his promise that he'll be there with us when they do. This life and world comes with pain and some really hard things that aren't part of God's plan, And we can see our entire life as all bad and allow that to be our focus and miss what God has for us. We can just think everything is just a series of unfortunate events. We can feel sorry for ourselves. And then our entire focus is on all the bad things that happen to the point that we actually miss all the good things. And we miss those moments when God actually kept even worse things from happening. What I believe we're supposed to do is focus on those blessings and those things happening between the challenges and never forget that we serve a loving father who has a purpose for us. I can look back on plans I had for my life. Ones were, at the time, I was incredibly frustrated at God that had seemingly allowed my plans to not work out. And yet now I see the blessings I can look at the things that God never intended for me, like having a hysterectomy at age 30 because of ovarian cancer. I could be angry at God for all that that has done to my body, like taking away my ability to have more children and other challenging health issues I deal with as a result. Or I can be thankful that I'm still here to talk about it and that whether I have reproductive organs or not, that doesn't change God's plan for me. I can look at the times where I pursued my secular music career and had a lot of doors shut in my face, frustrated that God gave me a gift of music that I felt I wasn't able to use. In doing that, I wouldn't recognize the blessings that walk through my door every week when I teach music lessons, or not realize that maybe that life was one that wouldn't have been suitable for me. I'd also have missed the fact that my music was meant to spread His word I would impact people more than the silly songs I was writing to fit into the country music scene. Would my plans have made me closer to God 
or further away from him. And I know, due to walking down a few of those paths, that it most certainly took me away from him, and I wasn't happy. I was miserable. I do know the further away I get from God, the more unhappy I am in my life. I honestly believe that is all an effort for God to get our attention so we will come back to Him. We can't do this without Him. We can't make plans or decide our future or our life without His direction. He's the author of our book. He's the one who knows the outcome and knows the directions. Trying to do anything else is futile and frustrating. Which reminds me of another story, which my husband likes to tell. So we decided to go on a motorcycle tour from Eugene, Oregon, through Idaho, Montana, to Yellowstone and the Tetons, and back to Eugene. On our second leg of the trip, we had been riding for hours. It was dark. We had taken some wrong turns, making our ride some 12 hours or more, and we got into the town of Lewiston, Idaho. Now, I had some basic Google directions on how to get to our motel, which I knew were supposed to be right off the freeway we were on. However, they were in my bag on my motorcycle. Now, without Siri guiding the way for me, I'm pretty hopeless with directions. But nonetheless, the directions were with me. And we were talking through our exhaustion and hunger and had a little heated exchange about where we were going, and my husband was understandably frustrated that I wouldn't lead the way. I think he since learned that's a bad idea because I'm pretty good at getting us lost, but it's an important lesson to learn. If you can't navigate the directions, it's probably best that you don't try to get to the destination on your own. God's the one with those directions, and yet here we are mapping out our trip and trying to get to the next destination without Him. And then we're getting all cross with Him because He didn't end up where we thought we should. When I think back on some of the heated conversations I've had with God along my life freeway, I'm a little embarrassed. I know this life and this world, it's not easy. But I do know that I have a loving Father who will walk alongside me and cry when I cry and rejoice when I rejoice, who has a perfect plan for my life that can only be lived if I trust Him and seek Him every day and follow His plan and directions. I encourage you to change your life meme. Instead of saying, it didn't go the way that I thought that it would, instead say, It didn't go according to my plan. It went according to God's plan. I want to leave you with one last scripture in prayer. Ephesians 1.11 In him we are also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will in order that we, who were the first to put our hope in Christ, may be for the praise of His glory. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to lift up anyone who's listening today that they can understand how much You love them, how much You chose them to be here for this time, for Your purpose. There's so many that are hurting 
that feel like their plans and feel like the things that mean the most to them in their life are just not working out, God. And I just pray that you can give them a sense of peace and the ability to look up and to look to you for direction to help guide their path. That they can know that all of those plans and all of those things that have been a frustration for them, they can let go of because you have the directions. God, I know that it's hard for so many of us to be able to let go of directing our own path. And I just pray that you give us all the peace of knowing that you know ultimately where we're supposed to be and that you help us to focus our eyes on you every second of every day so that we can walk in your will and walk in your path. God, I know that you're with us even through the tough times that you promise never to leave our side. Thank you so much for the blessings. Thank you for choosing us to be here. And thank you for being the loving father that you are. Amen. The song I'm going to share with you today is called Moving On, Letting Go, is the title track to the first Christian CD that I put out. And um, at the time, it really resonated with me because I was just coming off of doing a country CD. And I was a little bit frustrated with where things were going. And God had made it very clear that I was supposed to be moving forward doing gospel music. And so I wrote those lyrics to let God know that I was letting him take the take the wheel, so to speak. Um, and again, like any song, I will let it speak for itself. But if you're at the place where you know that God is maybe calling you to relinquish some of that control and just give all those dreams and those plans over to him, I hope that this song will resonate with you and you can allow God to be the person that takes care of your destiny for you. Yeah. Okay. 
for joining me on today's podcast. You can subscribe, if you've not already done so, on most podcasting services. If you'd like to help me spread God's promises to others, please consider rating this podcast in the app you're listening with and leave a review. This helps my podcast be recommended to more people looking for inspirational, faith-based podcasts. If you'd like to know more about my ministry or my music or would like to connect on social media, you can visit me on my website, www.shannonrains.com. That's S-H-A-N-N-O-N-R-E-I-G-N-S.com. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at S. Rains Music. <laughs>